All right, sweet. So hello, hello, time. top of hello. Tom's head. Oh, there's the hello. Now it's sideways, Tom. Oh, bottom of Tom's head. The iPhone 8 front-facing camera top is of, uh, it's pretty good. There we go. Tom's hand. Hello. Okay. Hello. The top of Tom. Okay, all of Tom's head. Little, Am I upright? Okay. There upright. we go. There he is. Look at that. Nice, bro. What is that background? That looks so nice. Why aren't we there? Monaco? Looks like Monaco. It's either somewhere there or somewhere off the California coast, I think maybe. I don't know. It's like a bay. It's a random Google image. The best finds. There you go. Yeah, Tom. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. It's unfortunate you can't you can't hear this. Also, check out the background. Oh, I know, I know exactly background? what that is. Yeah, I know exactly what that is. It's not. Uh, so let's, gonna, let's not and say spl- we did. I'm gonna splice that into the show somehow in the intro. Maybe I'll mash it up. <laughs> uh. Oh, but are we, are this, we is live? Live? this is live. This is live. We're live. Right. Uh, I, so what? Yeah, what, are you, uh, what are you gonna say, Tom? Go ahead. Say it. So back back when starting and whenever we found out about this, like uh the first one we did was 2018 for Rasputiza. Um I definitely wanted them to lean into the whole like Soviet thing wicked hard. They did and, in the uh, promo video. A little bit in the early, early video, but uh, kudos to them for, uh, you know, having the foresight to maybe not do that. Um, oh, I mean, you can't look into the future, you know? Yeah. Whoops. That uh, my my beautiful winter hat I always wanted um, that was Milsert from a certain nameless country is now useless. Yeah, you probably so, can't wear that with too much. Uh, oh, no, I uh, not spitting I, on you. <laughs> I re- removed and threw away the pin that was on the front of it. And it itself, um, I haven't had the heart to actually throw it out yet. Uh, it's like I have desecrated this ma- monument to a nation sufficiently. But, but uh, yeah, that that hat is buried, uh, very, very buried. So, please don't cancel me, everyone. I didn't yeah. know it, w- it was late. like ten bucks. It happens. It's, <laughs> it's, it's going to happen. Don't um, blame me. Blame Sportsman's Guide. <laughs> Riley had some. Um, he had some annoyances, I think, here, to say the least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry. I know I just kind of dove in from stage left. Hi, everyone. No, dude, I did this. I did the exact same thing when I joined in, too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so he's got a bunch of uh, grievances he wants to basically air out here and see if we should. um, Is this the bike court episode or is this the Rasputitsa? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Back up. Uh uh Uh-oh. Spoilers. I'm like Tom Holland. (laughs) I mean, it's it's live in the sense that. I'm gonna probably I can cut anything out, so it's like it's cool to take like a pause, and be like, all right, let's let's get on the same let's, page. So don't okay. worry about it. Okay, all right, okay. Let's get on the same page. Don't worry about let's, it. Let's let's get on the turn. Tom, <laughs> turn the page. Yeah, I'm in. Tom, do you have some papers that you can shuffle around for Foley? Uh. Oh, that's a good idea. I'm gonna get one of those. You know, I can't hear it. Put it closer to the mic, please. Okay, that's some. <laughs> What's that? Oh, there you go. This working? Some crunchy paper. Okay, perfect podcast content. Um, so welcome to uh, Bike Lane. Um, this is yeah, that's the name this week, right? 
I think so. Um, I've got to, I've got to post this Instagram. Hang on. I should have looked up oh. how to how to say that in Russian. Who brought the Who brought what, the bike lane? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, uh, kind of glad I did. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, welcome to Bike Lane. Uh, I'm Bike Lane Riley. I'm Bike Lane Ed. And I'm uh, Bike Lane Tom. I love how forced we this we're all sounding like. Well. <laughs> my only thing is i'm trying to open up like nine tabs at this like right now to be like let's get try to get like a shared document maybe somewhere at some point okay so um i have uh several things that i wanted to go over before we talk about um our uh upcoming uh demise um you guys keep saying that huh you guys keep saying that i mean Relax, relax. All right, all right, all right. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. What's 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 a little death between friends? Yeah, God. Once in a while, you need a bike event that scares you. You need to come back, <laughs> you need to come back like Gandalf the White, you know. And uh, and this is for me and Riley. This this is the one. Uh, Damn it! All right, that is the one. All right. So before we get to that, anyway, sorry. <laughs> okay, so I have. I, I'd like to start um, by. Um, hang on, hang on. Ah, damn it! I lost one of them. Um, okay, I'd like to start by we've we've missed this by about two weeks, but I thought it would be worth talking about um, the April Fool's jokes across the bike industry because they're always fun to talk about. Um, Brutal. What? I didn't. <laughs> which, I saw a couple this year, but not many that were I, that. I know. Genuinely I got that, that. Genuinely was, got I think, me. Yeah. I'll prosecute. Fools is like. I think April Fools is dead. Um, it's because no, no one trusts anything on the internet anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's fair. That day comes um, around that enough people have been fooled that they're like, no. I mean, I'll start with this is all coming from um, direct from bikepacking.com is the first one that I found. Um, Revelate Designs, I guess they make like bags. Yeah. They made a bag specifically for like donuts and like treats. Like a snack bag like you used your frame bag the other day for a hot damn bag. right um and so that that was one i think they actually sold stuff that's the other thing about april fools these days is they're actually a lot of the time using it to like gauge if people actually want stuff <laughs> kidding but wait did you like it though because we kidding, can make it unless you like it <laughs> <laughs> they're like a b testing products like live <laughs> um <clears throat> But um, so that's one of them. Um, let me see here. Yeah, I didn't see any weird bikes or like funny. Uh, Pearl Izumi did a. Um, um, what is this? Uh, a, a canine collection. So jerseys for dogs. Um, that was pretty cool, I guess. There's people that would actually buy that, though. Um, I liked this one. Um, Noble teased their uh, helium infused wheels. Um, so basically in the carbon manufacturing, they put um, um, like use superior air inside. We use helium yeah. in your wheels. They'll never break now. Um, magic. This one. Um, Is that like the yeah. equivalent of getting like Benny the Jets shoes in like Sandlot so you can run faster and bike higher? Helium wheels. I've always wanted to put hydrogen in my tires to see like um, if you could burst into flames, yeah. Yes. Then, then, when you, then when you crash, you burst into a giant. Imagine, fireball. yeah, exactly. Imagine crashing into something and it's just like, boof. 
Uh, Ed, Ed, enable sharing because this one, I I might be a dunce, because um, this one I could not quite figure out. Um, maybe you guys can help me here. Velo Orange. Oh, <laughs> it's a. Uh... <laughs> oh, that's actually a, t- what, a tired, the Titan round two. It's, that? It looks like the perfect solution for your springtime procrastination. Oh, okay. So it kind of looks like a spoke wrench, but it's got like just a, a, a nub on the end. And I think the joke is, is it's a, it's a tool that doesn't actually accomplish anything. Oh, so it's just a tomato. They call it's it a round to it. Oh, five yeah, bucks. They call, it, they call it a round to it, which means eventually you'll do the actual work. I, I think this is kind of tough to. I know this one was, this one was kind of <laughs> rough. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Um, as someone who consumes media and respects both of these uh, IPs, though, both bikepacking and Velo Orange, I think this is bikepacking's fault. Because I bet I don't, I don't like, know. V- I looked VO's at Velo Orange's. With it. I looked at I looked at their like site and stuff, and still could not figure it out. Yeah, yeah I get the no. joke. It's just uh, it's just a bad hey, joke. Uh, okay, it's a miss. Anyway, if I could jump in, shoot specialized- miss. Specialized actually had an awesome April Fool's joke. They uh, they released an aluminum alay sprint, and then said it was the world's first alloy superbike. Um, and oh wait, this is actually from March twenty second. They're one hundred percent serious. So uh, <laughs> never yeah. mind. <laughs> yeah, Shots I guess fired. the early two thousands just didn't happen. Yeah, Shots I fired. like this one. Um, the cargo tall bike. Oh, I, have a, cool. I know people who would actually buy that. Hold on, I need there to are that. Absolutely, people who would unironically ride this. All Damn right, Portland. All of um, Portland. Park tool. Uh, the getting NFT in on the one. Token <laughs> I love it. You, you own it. Okay. Down own gravel. It same time. Uh, revel with. Yeah, this one is great. <laughs> Look at that rear shock on that thing. What a beast! It's, uh, it's revel. Uh, they're a bike company. They 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 came up with a little <laughs> concept image of uh, a gravel bike that just has a a, a rear shock, shock and a just kind of like put in the frame like it's not actually doing anything it's just there um which is which is sweet um go back up to that go back up to that are you taking a picture of it that's hilarious yeah thank you i think i I mean you can't tell me it wouldn't make you smile if you saw it at a show somewhere or something oh yeah i'm riding it that's pretty good um chrome slip and clip it's a slipper. No, so this I people love would this. also buy I that. One of these. Yeah, of course you would want. That's what I'm saying. People would definitely want to buy this thing. That's not even a joke. Yeah, it's it's a it's a clipless slipper, which sounds awesome. Um, okay, this one was pretty good. Um, self-truing spoke system from Rene Hearse. Um, tiny motors in each spoke nipple that kind of true it as you go. Um, <laughs> which honestly, like. We've been talking about, and we'll talk about this in a second uh, when we get into the meat of our episode here instead of the filler that we're doing now. Um, not not too far off considering our uh, inflation hubs that we'll be talking about. Um, I think the most interesting thing about that ad is those 700 by 55 tires Renee Harris makes, honestly. Supposedly they're great too. Those I think that's what... Beefy. Are those real? Are they Photoshop? Yeah, no, they're real. Um, I think that tire Sorry, is actually... Uh, I think that tire is Lil Wilcox's tire of choice, Damn. I believe. The, the right. Fleecer Ridge. Um, I have to try yeah, that. Yeah, it's... I guess it's it kind of reminds me of like... I'm sure there were others, but way back in the day, Bontrager had a tire called the Jones. 
um, that yeah. was all like square knobs. But I think the difference with uh, the Renee Harris, at least from what I've read, is that the uh, the flat surfaces of all those square knobs make a level plane, so it's actually like pretty decent on the street. Yeah, it rolls so, you know, on the road. Yeah. What's what's having the thread though. pattern and the Jones is um, Bontrager still makes a, t- a tire with this thread pattern that they have for since since then, and it's called the uh, the Connection Hybrid Tire. And it's like a twenty dollars like wire bead gross tire. Um, so every time I see this tire tread, I'm like, ew. <laughs> yeah. The one thing I can say about I, I have two pairs of hearses on two completely different bikes. Uh, man, do they feel nice? Uh, I don't think anybody in the world has like thinner, softer casings right now. And yes, that is a double edged sword of a statement. Anyway, continue. And, mm-hmm. Um, Industry Nine had some kind of app, something. Um, oh, there's a high-end hardtail, so similar, similar oh, idea. <laughs> the high um, idler with our uh, really an idler on a hardtail. <laughs> I love it. Just, uh, oh, I liked this one, Kenda Infinity. This was one of my favorite ones. Um, Kenda, <laughs> Kenda released a tire that has every single tread that they make all on one tire, um, kind of all the way around. Do the tag. Kind of cool. See the tagline. Perfect the for those who one. like unpredictable handling and traction yes. wherever they go. <laughs> <laughs> which which is not unique to this tire. I will say there are tires out there that are the same tread all the way around that are that unpredictable. It's true. Um, yeah, 9.8 uh, came up with their... I don't know. This one was kind of dumb. Yeah. You can look it up if you want it. Uh, <laughs> <one. Talk> next. <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. Um, next. Uh, yeah kind of boring oh okay hilarious absolutely hilarious the band by the uci <laughs> sticker might be the best part of that whole ad there are uh it's a stem cap with a bunch of phalluses laser etched <laughs> into it a lot of times they, they've announced that there's custom top caps that they make have been banned by the uci because they increase your cycling prowess by funny sex joke okay 69 percent, um, baby yes <laughs> <laughs> i yeah uh oh this one's pretty good actually you know what's gross okay. is that that's someone's actual pair of grips they had in the bike oh yes photo. uh For sure. mega tacky grips disgusting um, so and the photo we're looking at is uh of someone's like lock-on grip that's clearly been on there since 2007 and has just worn um, away to that like sticky goo that's on there. They, yeah, they never wore gloves. They wore it down to the plastic in one spot, and uh, it's still on there. And, and it's, it's 2022. Yeah, down. I can smell this photo. <clears throat> Imagine touching yeah. that. Uh, sometimes you gotta be like that. Sometimes, don't it, Riley? <laughs> it yeah. do. So you ever clear the? <laughs> you ever clean the feta cheese out of a triathlete's bottom bracket? Oh, oh no! Oh uh, yeah. Oh, anyway. no. oh no! Um, this is um, this is Pink Bikes Roundup of them. I think I don't know. This I like is the not ground, as, I like, as I thought it would be. I did like the groundkeeper, like... where it was fake, fake, uh, like terrain to put down on your bike path. Huh. I thought that was pretty it's good. Like, why, Wiley is that what this is? The, is that the, the deployable tunnel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wiley Coyote paints a train tunnel. On exactly what it reminds me of. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna hit that sweet berm. It's a wall. All, everything starts at sixty-nine dollars this year, huh? Uh, <laughs> like that's the real unimaginative part about and, it. Yeah. And releases on April twentieth. Yeah, nice. I would actually buy. Oh, that. a little bike rack for your pizza, your park pizza cutter. That's but, pretty cool. I would actually buy. I that. have the. I actually unironically own the high wheeler one, park pizza cutter. Is it, yeah. 
Is it electric? No, no. Oh, should, I should upgrade. You should get an yeah. electric one. I should. How's that VHS? I don't know what that one is. Nutrition facts: four hundred twenty servings per calorie. There you go. Zero point six nine. Oh, it's a spray G's. can that you spray on your bicycle to eliminate any noises it makes. Hmm. Uh, that's kind of funny, I guess. There's the Kenda it's, one. It's not funny. I just want um, it to be a product. <laughs> guys, uh, I'm kind of nothing. This this might be brutal to listen to. It is. It's at this point we're kind of just brutal to go through right now. I'm kind of like just bike industry needs to upgrade their fucking jokes. Anybody yeah, I know. This, I'm kind of company. Get on your shit. Like this is terrible. Yeah. Like these April Fools, I'm not like they're like Canada, pretty good. The best one, Noble might have been. with their helium, pretty good. The best one might have been but, the attire. Um, you know what I mean? Like, come on. I'm not. I'm it's not impressed, weak. guys. Yeah. Pretty weak uh, show. Oh. Yeah, I think the tire was the best one. Yeah, Kenda Kenda wins for once. Ah. <clears throat> uh, all right. <laughs> so I guess <laughs> I guess that transition transitions us to um some of the news that I wanted to cover. News, news, yes. news. Um, news, 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 news. Breaking. That was perfect, fully, Tom. Nice job. Thank there you. you go. on there. Tonight on uh news night. With uh, Riley. Okay. I, w- I wanted to talk about two two items that I have to bring to the table, and then you guys can bring whatever you want to the table. Um, but um, first one is the aforementioned, uh, uh, what is it? Ty- tire pressure inflation hub thing. Um, have you guys seen this? So, yeah, um, shout out to, uh, I think I shouted him out in the last episode to uh, Mr. Justin. Um who has been kind of perusing with this um yeah it's a hub that uh like as it spins it somehow has like i guess a mini air compressor in it and it has a line that goes from the hub shell out to your valve on your tire and allegedly it'll help you probably through some app or something it'll like adjust your tire pressure on the fly an app Uh, yeah probably does does anyone remember probably oh like a bar remote i don't remember really the name of either there was a product i don't know if it's the same company and they've like done better or or miniaturized it but there was something like this available for fat bikes like a few years ago you know what the crazy thing is um it's two different companies i believe it though i Um, i can see two people coming to the same conclusion on this like i want to adjust my tire pressure on the fly because like you either are you aren't one of those tire pressure people Okay, here we go. Let me let me share this with you guys, um, so we can like really dive into this. Because I I think we I think Ed and I might have talked about this before. Yeah, I'm trying to find out um, what the name of it was though. I don't okay. feel like you were with me if you did. No, we weren't. That was those were the good old days. <laughs> 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 All right. Okay. <laughs> Signing off. <laughs> hey, um. So. This this was the news this last week because we had um, Perry Roubaix was this past weekend and brutal, um, Jesus Christ yeah so there there is some more news from that that I want to talk about too but um, we'll get to that in a minute um, so this was actually a, a team I think it's like Team DSM or something was like supposed to be riding these for Perry Roubaix on their road bikes 
and UCI like approved it and all of that, um, which is they approved it. Nuts. That's kind of bullshit, though. No, didn't everybody immediately be running them then? Uh, I mean, that's that's kind of the same thing as saying that like, everyone should be riding the exact same bike, right? Man. Yeah, I guess. I know, but man. it's if it's going to be any advantage gained by that, everyone's going to have one next year. I think. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I just I, I don't get. I don't care how people buy thousand dollar derailleur pulleys to save percentages of one percent of a watt, and then they put air compressors they, in their hops. <laughs> yeah, like, that's actually a good point too. Or but maybe, anyway, maybe you drop so the. As far as I so understand it, and the there, there was a version of this, as Tom mentioned, like five, four or five years ago now. Um, that I don't know was if it ever made like, it to market. That's the I don't. Thing. I don't think it did. Um, I this, guess it was, this is like clearly pretty far along. Um, this like, thing we're looking at with it's the it's the white crow uh adjustment tire adjustment hub that was marketed more towards fat bikes um and the way that that one worked is i believe the motor was used to um like decrease pressure um and then if you wanted to increase pressure uh i don't know you can you can look at it but there's basically like kind of like a uh, kind of dynamo hub type system that actually like um um kind of works through it i i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um there's there's a good one on the uh the like white crow one or whatever um must yeah, be some crow. sort of I, like I, I, keep, uh, I keep thinking i'm getting dynamo hub to use an air inflator and pump it up basically you flip it on and like yes goes but it, live it, or like from what i was reading from the white crow somewhere. one and there's some good articles on i, I want to say bike rumor did a good one um in like 2016 about what this hub actually did um but it only uses the motor in one direction and the other direction you're just kind of siphoning air basically yeah um between the tire and the hub um so it was a, it's it's a neat idea it had a little like remote that you put on your handlebars um a little clunky because you do need to run like a hose from the hub to your um wheel and obviously the hub is going to be decently heavy and yada yada oh, interesting. Um, but works, as yeah. far as like fat bikes especially when we consider like e full suspension integrated fat bikes that everything is running through the same system and you can kind of plug it into say the axis ecosystem and make everything auto adjust like a car would pretty, pretty cool idea. Um, this one for, it was supposed to be debut at Perry Roubaix. They got approval for it. Um, interestingly enough, they decided against using it. Um, and they'll be using it supposedly at the next race. Hmm. Um, it's a two I gotta say, by the way, the I, I know I've been like, I know I've been like quipping at this thing, but like from a purely engineering standpoint, like, do other vehicles even have something like this? Yeah, this is a oh, they your car. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't. No, they. Well, it has my car has TPMS and like a ton of problems, but other than that, <laughs> like no, but uh, they're yeah, they're TPMS. Dude. This this exists in. Um, I mean, trucks have it. Yeah, um, so I've seen like I, some well, big, some big trucks with it. I'm just saying, trucks, I've never, yeah. I've never seen, uh, I've never seen an R1 roll by with something like this on it. So I'm kind of impressed that this exists for bicycles, but not like some motorized. Like I, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I think it does it impressive... for in 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 some moto applications. I think it's probably uh, a high end uh, application. That's probably yes. what, like I mean, like it's probably like right. 
I can't imagine it's cost. Uh, it's cheap. You know, I mean, it's cost effective now. Yeah, oh. it's like price, you know? So it's probably like <laughs> we're right. seeing like the bleeding edge, I think, of like bike air control tech and stuff like that. And we're starting to see like a hybrid, almost like it's not exactly an e bike, but it's like a cyborg bike with smart bikes. You know, what yeah, I mean? yeah. Again, no, I think it dovetails. Yeah. It dovetails really well with all these smart systems that we're starting to see and the integration that we're starting to see with all of them. Yeah. Um, but it when I did see it. Um, I did think it was a late April Fool's thing. I really <laughs> I'm definitely I'm I'm shocked to hear it's being considered for road use. I base this on nothing yes. aside from just the the things that I kind of stereotype roadies about. Yeah, that um, that is what surprised yeah. me is not that we were seeing that this thing exists because we already knew that it existed in some sense. But seeing that it's like real world debut was going to be a pro road team is pretty nuts. <laughs> and for the for the record, just in case, like you should probably see this if you're listening. It's called the Scope Atmos, A-T-M-O-Z. Um, and this thing to me, like looks like a drum brake hub. Like it's a big it's for considering the bike, it's definitely on. Um, it's kind of a zoomed in photo like. This is a huge honking thing for a road bike. I'm really I mean, surprised. Um, I I'm it's, glad it's there. It's not that complicated. Difference though. going on. No, I mean it's it's, it's just pretty a small sleek. piezoelectric. I'm assuming inflator. That probably like I don't think this is this can't weigh more than like a pound, right? Well, I'm I'm floored by it. Frankly, as just a hub geek, it's kind of neat. I'll give it that. I do love just like hubs, frankly. So I know that's like real deep. I'm sorry. Weakness. Is it? Isn't that pathetic? But anyway. Like, uh, yeah, it's as a hub, it's, I can definitely embrace it as a, something I'd use. Uh, I mean, I, I chuckle a little bit, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's pretty sleek. Uh, all things considered, I have to say. Considering it's, it's a GD air compressor. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So it's I, it's, I think what we're seeing here is almost like, think about this for a second. I think you're actually seeing real world evolution of bikes based on like gravel riding. I mean, I'm also in the same vein of like, my entire C post is a dropper post. You know what I mean? Like I know Tom is like the static and I understand completely get that angle, but like somebody like me, who's like, I enjoy like infinite adjustability. Like, I think it's a natural, like I'm da- I'm so, <laughs> I'm so the op, like I'm so into this. Like I can't wait to be able to like yeah. dial up and dial down my air pressure. Uh, oh, watch out for that site. I got that. Fair I know that's, yeah, that's white crow's official website is throwing me they don't have um, an SSL security cert, warnings. Dude. So yeah. um, we'll to, go to Bike Rumor instead. Shout to White Crow. Um, so, if you guys want to pay yeah. me to fix that, I do <laughs> fix their website. I, I do consult for stuff like that, guys. Um, so this is this is White Crow's kind of again White Crow on if you search Bike Rumor for White Crow, it has a pretty good uh, kind of um, rundown of what their system does. Um, I'm not saying that the the like Atmos system does the same thing. Um, but this is a really good kind of visualization of what it's actually doing. Um, oh, I think yeah, it's all that's, pretty crazy. That was right. I mean, I, yeah, go ahead. No, that was it. I okay. think the tech here is like pretty, I, I think it's pretty much wizardry when you really think about it. That's more at that point of engagement. It's pretty crazy. Sweet um, yeah. As, as we see more like integrated bikes, I think this will become more of a thing. Um, but, um, Anyway, um, my other thing that I wanted to talk to, to talk about, because the reason that this 
was being entertained as a solution for a Paris-Roubaix is for those that don't know, Paris-Roubaix is the uh, mountain bike race of the pro road circuit um, in Europe. Um, they have a bunch of like cobblestone sections that really beat up bikes and tire pressure is super important. Uh, it's, it's as if um, it's kind of like a cyclocross race in that beforehand, they're always like, Oh, what tires are you running and what pressure are you running? Um, and uh, so that's why this is um, kind of being entertained as a solution for that. Um, that said, um, there are some people um, that uh, would have benefited from this, I think. Um, let me see if I can find you guys the videos because these are. Well, I mean, you've seen the race. Fun. It's like the, the issue yeah. is like you get destroyed over these like, like these cobblestones for like sections and then you have to basically hit a road section and then gas out again. Like the ability to, to jump from like 30 PSI, 35 PSI back up to like 65 and just start. That is game changing. Game changing. So the other day we did um, the three of us for once actually went for a ride and it was awesome. Um, <laughs> that, was a good, that was a great time. Yeah. As, <laughs> as a podcast. We as a podcast. Yeah. Um, but um, I, so I rode there um, and it was, at, it was like 10 miles of pavement to get there. Um, so I ran my tires like stupid high for what they were. Um, but I actually did I got, notice you letting air out at one point. Yeah. yeah uh, I a little, remember that too. Yeah. A little ways yeah. into our ride. Once we got into more gravelly stuff, um, I let a fair amount of pressure out. Um, and that's, I mean, that's the kind of riding that I do is I ride on the road to get to like legitimate mountain bike trails. So for me, this, this speaks to me a lot um yeah but, it must have been chugging on the way back with like i'm down at 30 psi now from like 55 and now i'm like just yeah i mean if you if you apply that kind of logic to like a a marginal gains type of event like that's it's probably comfort yeah. too you know what i mean like i'm yeah. getting destroyed at those rocks at that high psi is gonna be jarring the living shit out yeah of your hands, you know what I mean? the uh the bike i rode for that entire ride just to kind of chime in here um the front tire was at 22. The back tire was at 27. Oof. That's a low yeah. front too. Do you have any push oh, yeah. bars or anything like an air, like an air ladder or anything, which is Negative. another thing I think would be probably great at Perry Roubaix. Um, just to give you more oh. structure at lesser PSI. But <laughs> so I think now let, let me transition to this for you guys. Also, I kept just a note. I kept too high of a pressure in my tire just for the ride back. I was bouncing around pretty yeah. savagely. I yep. should, I should, right? you, you guys probably both saw me, but I probably could have dropped like 10 PSI and been way more comfy. Anyway, sorry, go. Tom, Riley? did you have something? Oh, I was just going to say, um, if you just soldiered through all of that without knowing the foggiest what Paris-Roubaix is, if there's anything road-wise to check out, that's the one. Uh, that I'll sign my name to that. That is the one road thing to watch if you, you got to pick something. There's a series of races uh, for the pro road circuit again in Europe called like the spring classics. Um, and those are the ones that I actually entertain the idea of being entertaining. Um, yes. Because and it's one day you will have a resolution. You don't need to watch for a month. Yeah. It's one day. <laughs> yeah. They're all single, single day events, pretty long. I think this was like 260 or 70 kilometers. 257.2 kilometers. There we go. I was Jesus. pretty damn close. Um, 
but um, it is um, road plus some uh, uneven terrain, <laughs> which is fun. 159.8 miles. Thank you for the uh, sorry. I need to do that version for the metrically challenge. Hate <laughs> KMs and how you guys do the shits all the time. Sorry. <laughs> um, so let let me show you this. Um, <laughs> the title of this article is um, "What's Going On with Shimano Wheels." <laughs> Uh-oh. And uh, I don't know if you guys are going to be able to hear this. Um, so we're watching bicycles go by at about four frames a second. Yep. So this is um, this is an interesting. So someone just traded a bike. Yeah. And uh, you'll see here in a second that um, they have uh, uh, his bike that he just traded from on the ground here. And they'll zoom in. Oh no! <laughs> Ooh, we got a we got a rim failure. Like oh, holy from shit! Seam, from seam to seam across the across the diameter, it's just yeah, that evenly that split done. in half. Yeah, yeah. This is some Wait. kind of deep section carbon thing. Yeah, it's yep. a failure somewhere in structural, the bonding of the fucking carbon <laughs> or something. It's, it's probably the seams if they have a seam. Anyway, I don't so, know. I so I read into old. this. Um, this is a. Uh, I, I don't want to throw shade. Um, the fact but, that it's a but I will. Um, <laughs> this is a this is a Dura Ace uh, 9100 wheel. Um, mm. Interestingly enough, the other part of this story is that this whole team, uh, Jumbo Visma, um, decided to run the old 9111 speed stuff as opposed to the new 9200 12 speed stuff um, for indeterminate reason. <laughs> Because they had 9,200, like they have it available, but they are not using it. So we'll just let that. You guys know you can use this new stuff, exist. right? Uh, yeah, we, we, we know. We'll use the old stuff. Like this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For so why? For here's, no here's another person on the same team, same wheels. <laughs> wow, that, I've seen this meme. This oh, is already a meme. That's a, this is a, that's a this is a person who uh, suddenly finds themselves just grinding on the rear hub to a back. stop. Thank, Go thank back. the see Lord see that face? it was the rear wheels. See what an face? awesome bike handler, though. This this person yes. stayed totally upright and then just stood up once the bike stopped. And like, then looked the directly at the cameraman in awe. Go back, like it's it's kind of say, like the the teams themselves, like the way that they are like um like kind of doing bike changes and stuff super impressive it's and crazy. like this is why these guys are at the pro level hey look at him look yeah. at him he's like did you see that shit dude ready he's like oh shit <laughs> so <laughs> it is it is undeniable like uh riley's got a full-blown article talking about this in front of him but like for real uh shimano's legal team like this is the same team as the previous video it is the same jerseys. They are the same bicycles. They are the same wheels. We are just observing what we are witnessing. <laughs> um, they were Friday. And I will, Friday I will make wheels. this joke, though, is I bet this team called Shimano, and Shimano was like, did you use it on cobblestones? Warranty <laughs> void. 100%. Oh, one of the you things that the articles I've been reading about this have been, have been going into is um, tire pressure. Because uh, with no. what they see, what they believe happened with a lot of these, like too high pressure. No, is that these wheels were being run uh, either tubular or tubed? I'm not mm -hmm. sure which. Um, punctured, and then what they do a lot of the time is they just ride them flat until they can get uh, a new a new What's bike or a do? new wheel. It's a goddamn race. They don't want to. Yeah, they're they're racing, so they have to ride them flat. So are you um, saying that are you saying that most of the Peloton is now road tubeless? This is a real question. Uh, it depends upon the team. 
because I haven't paid attention in some time, honestly, in all fairness. Um, as, as far as I know, um, there, there are several teams that are, um, like I know that anyone running Zips, Zip has been pushing Tubeless super hard. Um, Why would they run you know, Tube still when you had Tubeless? It seems kind of ridiculous. Listen, man, they, like look in the comments section of anything to do with road bikes of any article ever. And like older road people are a different breed. Uh, no offense if you're actually a listener and you fall into that category, I guess. But like you know, you know what? If you ain't it, if you ain't it, you got friends that are still yelling at everyone for having disc brakes and shit. Yeah, like, you have to yeah. look oh, at a threadless the, headset. A, a great like kind of illustration of it is um, the cyclocross circuit, um, especially in Europe. Um, disc brakes took way too long to catch on because uh, one of the one of the theories out there is because the old guard mechan- Euro mechanics did not want to deal with them. That's funny. We don't uh, want yeah. to bleed. We, even they don't want to bleed brakes. Well, they just, uh, yeah. I mean, it was a new thing. Like think about your classic, like grumpy older bike shop employee, right? Like yeah. I don't want to, you know, anyway. Um, <laughs> I ain't getting that. It'll happen to you. It'll happen um, to me. It'll happen no, I just, to you. I was under the impression that uh, for sure, they'd at least still be on tubulars. Maybe with some uh, improvements, it, but as far as I know, it is a mix, and I'm not an expert on the road circuit. That's not why you listen to this. I don't yeah, know I why you listen to this, but that's not why. not that. We're slowly, we're slowly, but surely trying to figure that out. Actually, <laughs> it just happened because it's a pair. Tell uh, us, <laughs> please Paris, tell us, please. Paris Rubé had some gravel message or email us. Tell us why to it. You know. Yeah, yeah. I guess this is the graveliest of them all for sure. Yeah, I mean, so of course he's like, ooh. this is cornelius h gravel the great great grandfather (laughs) of gravel (laughs) but cornelius um, h cobble (laughs) i thought this was uh kind of an interesting um segue one one of the other things i saw in one of the articles is they were playing around with like well so why don't the other carbon wheels blow up when they go uh, flat and ride on it no but seriously come on man like they're made better yes you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, two two from the same team on the same wheel is uh, pretty bad. I will say, so there was a an instance uh, a few years ago now of a time trial stage where some uh, pro wheels, which uh, for those who don't know is uh, owned by Shimano, um, some pro front time trial wheels failed during a team time trial. Tool. We're straight up getting a lawyer's letter for this one. It's happening. <laughs> I can't judge and, on that. Uh, can't I'm not going to be able to use E-Tube Ride tomorrow, guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> so some of the some of the kind of um, rumors and uh, kind of articles around those ones were saying that the team may have modified them. Um, hmm. Which man literally speed holes their fault speed holes like yeah so i mean i can see both sides of it right like i i can totally imagine a pro team like shaving grams somehow like they do it you can see pictures of pro bikes getting modified to accomplish xyz right um, at the same time um <laughs> listen right? I, I guess like, i'm gonna preface i'm gonna preface this statement by saying a it is, I guess, my own opinion, but it is an observation that I think is pretty undeniable. Um, this is not the only theater in which Shimano seems to be embroiled in some QC controversy 
these days. Oh, do we want to um, let's let's bring it up, Tom? Okay. Oh, there's several. Uh, well, um, let's let's bring up uh, one of the I'm ones a that we had chatted fan. about. I just yeah, I don't know. Thanks, um, thanks, Shimano. You're it's walking and quacking in a rather duck-like fashion right now. So quack, uh, quack. yeah, it's a duck. Might be a crow. Um, let me see. Hang on, hang on. Um, I want to find because we we were talking about um we this, have some um, material choice uh quality of bonding of components. Um okay. we have uh, some 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 worksmanship failures. I, I can't I can't find the article, but this was a super interesting like kind of industry thing that I think sheds sheds light for those that aren't in the industry on like how the industry works. And um, we all call it the industry. It's the cycling industry and it's kind of a mess, which is why we call it the industry. Um, but it was a really interesting case where um, I, be I believe it was E13 uh, came out and said, um, Hey guys, our cranks that we install on, um shimano it's specifically uh, the new pd8 motor yes shimano e-bike motors we have seen the spindle fail um so the spindle on those motors is part of is like an integrated part of that bottom bracket motor um so this is for an e-bike um so e13 came out and said that um and they sent all their documentation and everything to shimano uh shimano came right out and said um, if you use, and I wish I had, I could find this article cause, um, I don't know the exact wording, but, uh, Shimano essentially came out and said, don't use E13 products on our drive unit. They will void the warranty. Um, don't use E13 cranks or we'll kill you. You, because yeah. they, they were saying that the E13 crank was the issue because it was being, it was applying pressure, uh, to the spindle in the wrong way, yada, yada, yada. Now, now what, yeah, Tom, go ahead. Well, I I just say, uh, actually, I'm not trying to say that maybe Riley. I'm sure you probably work on your fair share of e-bikes, but like, this is my bread and butter. I'll, I'll go um, right out and say I don't work on many Shimano ones these days. So I would say that uh, I've I have like actual hands-on experience with the motor in question, um, the EU seven thousand, which is the previous gen. Um, and I believe there's an 8,000 version, which uh, a couple of my bikes come with. I've yet to see a Shimano equipped e-bike from anyone that did not have these E13 cranks on it out of the box. Really? Um, and Shimano, supposedly in Shimano's defense, they claimed that they actually do make a crank for this thing um, for their e-bike spindle specifically. Um, to describe it real quick, if you've ever had a Shimano uh, two-piece like external bearing crank apart with the two pinch bolts on your left crank arm, um, the spindle that's under there is pretty much what this motor has on both sides. And both crank arms attach with that bearing preload cap thing um, and two pinch bolts. Um, it would seem to the untrained eye myself that a big part of the issue here, I'm kind of noticing issues with metallurgy a lot in terms of like, just, it seems like the quality of materials. Like when I do see failures of certain things, I actually haven't seen this motor thing yet. I'm talking like derailers, things like that. I'm noticing the metal is actually like kind of porous, which is something I've not heard discussed a lot. Casting so maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe this, maybe this will be our own little lawsuit, but um, 
yeah, like the metal's got bubbles in it. Like we're clearly, we're probably scrambling because of shortages and stuff. Um, and we're probably, you know, maybe not quite as deep on the QC or maybe we're using a new supplier or something and that supplier is making us look like fools. Uh, I don't know. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah. So I can't put it past that like, okay, we have these structural things that have never once been a problem before that are suddenly like, we're talking derailleur cages, we're talking carbon wheels, we're talking the bottom bracket spinner. Have you ever seen, honestly, Riley, like except for an extreme circumstance, like a Shimano, like cranking bottom bracket connection truly like fail? I haven't. Like it's the most rock solid stuff I've ever used, frankly. Um, but like, you know, this motor has that super machined splined out spindle on both sides and then they drill a big hole through it. Like not the long way. I'm talking like they machine all these tines into something and then they have this one broad flat piece and there's just a perfectly circular hole that isn't chamfered or anything either. It's a sharp edge just drilled straight down through that metal and now you're putting a clamping force on it. And then you're going to moment load the shit out of that thing. Hundreds Instant of times torque a minute. It's zero RPM, basically, right? Yeah, I mean, to me, it just seems like uh, I, I'm no engineer, and I kind of pick up on maybe that not being the best setup, and maybe their crank has something that falls in there and makes that whole connection even better. That's a lot. I'm of sure. Them. I'm sure if you use their fully engineered 100% theirs thing, you'd be fine. But uh, yeah, like that's not the real world. And no, Riley yeah, actually has yeah. a diagram of it. Uh, for the record, this is on support.e13.com. Again, everything we're talking about is factual. It is going on. It is public. Uh, don't sue me, Shimano. I still like, <laughs> I, you know, I, again, I still I think, like his stuff enough to use it personally. I do. I think this case like highlights some some super interesting stuff that we have going on in the bike industry right now that we've touched on. There's supply chain issue, right? Oh, like yeah. Re- it's- one of the reasons all of these bikes are coming with E13 is you cannot get the Shimano stuff. Correct. Like if we it were is- wait- if we were going to wait for the Shimano cranks to put on these motors, these motors would not have seen the light of day until probably next year at the earliest. And for the record, and, and in Shimano's defense still, like, you know, I came back into the bike business last year, roughly a year ago, almost, almost exactly, give or take a couple of weeks. And like, I left initially in, I think, um, 2012 or 11. Yo, I cannot believe how different the environment is. Like, like I can't believe we're talking about QC issues across the board with, like, who we're talking about it with. I can't believe the shortages, the lead times. Like, some of this stuff is a year away. Truly. Like, you go on your distributor's website, and it is late 2023. Or you more. Have to look, you have to look a customer dead in the face and be like, Yes, this is when it will be available. It will not be happening anytime soon, bud. I mean, I mean, they just, like no wonder people freak out. But anyway, sorry, continue, Riley. It's just, I mean, it's is, just, it's crazy. Not, we're here. This is not a Shimano specific issue as far as like that QC stuff. Um, Certainly not. It's e- it's happening across every, the board. Yeah. Every factory on the planet, regardless of whether it's cycling oriented or not, is trying to push out more stuff. Yes. With the same machining and tooling and QC protocols in place. And yeah. uh, sometimes, shit, like shit gets lessening, missed, lessening quality in yeah. in the in order to get product out the door, because um, they don't want to miss record profits for one thing. I mean, ching 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 ching. 
on a purely personal note, like this, this whole thing, though, screams to me personally, this is not the views of my employer. It's not the views of uh, this podcast per se. It's mine. This to me screams jumping up and down that somewhere along the line, they have changed a material supplier. Yeah. Or Which someone totally pre-manufactures, someone pre-manufactures this stuff and they're either new or their QC has gone out the window. Because it's weird things. It's not like the motor don't work. It's that this one little part of it made out of a certain material breaks. We, we, are, seeing, we are seeing in general, I think, I, I think this is fair to say, failures that we have not seen maybe ever. Corner cutting. Um, yes. I, one and, of, one and, of the ones that stands out to me, and it, it seems to have been from several different brands, um, chains. I'm seeing it in chains. Oh yeah, chains that are coming through <laughs> stiff links, chain quick links. They're just like separating, um, which is pretty crazy. Um, but um, yeah, I think it speaks to just kind of the general um, stuff that's going on out there. It sucks to be you guys. I have I've been able to get all my shit think, like in small volumes. I don't have to worry about you guys. Bike shop bullshit. I, I think I think I complain. <laughs> I think I complained about it on this podcast before, but, uh, you know, I, I got over this hump. Like I ended up doing all this work and completing it, but like I got a shipment at one point in like November of like 51 units of a certain type of e-bike. Every single one of them was an hour away from truly being done being manufactured by the factory. Um, and like, I had to just, finish them like they basically they had a wire within their frame that would allow you to charge the bike without removing the battery like it straight up wasn't it um i'm not naming names or anything it was like purely just like something at the factory like they were probably waiting on like who knows like the motor and this was just one cable that got missed because the bikes had been hanging with no motor in them for six months or something crazy like this really is honestly like mad max what's going on like it's just Riley said it like this is a free-for-all like I've never seen anything like it I mean so please like if you can I know this is a self-serving statement but like try to be a little more patient with your mechanic when they tell you like something's like seven days away because uh you're lucky (laughs) um this is all just crazy like the way it's it is it's very 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 rushed I don't necessarily think it's anyone's fault in the beginning when it was super new and shocking to me I was like mad at brands and I couldn't believe when I say corner cutting, I think they might be doing it out of necessity at this point. Like, I don't think there's like people around, like look at what's going on in Shanghai. Look at, you know, like this is still like a huge effing problem and it's going to be for a long time. Like just everything, uh, that bug that was going around disrupted. Yeah. It's huh? the other like kind of interesting thing about this case is seeing, um, so E13 has a bunch of kind of documentation on like, we are pretty sure that it's not our cranks that are the issue based on our independent testing. Um, and then uh, Shimano has uh, press releases. I don't think they have the same level of documentation, um, but they have press releases uh, kind of arguing that fact. We've investigated um, so ourselves yeah. and found that it's not our fault. It's interesting yeah. to see, like, because you, you have multiple different parties here, right? You have Shimano, which is producing the, the drive unit, selling it to an OEM manufacturer original equipment, right? Um, You have the OEM manufacturer putting that drive unit onto their bike and then saying, hey, what about cranks? Shimano saying, well, we don't have any. 
and also probably E13 offering their cranks at a lower price point um, in general is probably a, a safe bet. Um, so OEM manufacturer decides to grab those E13 cranks, puts them on their bikes. Um, now we have um, tons, hundreds, thousands of bikes out there that have cranks that may or may not be compatible with their OEM systems. Yeah. May or um, may not straight up be a bad spec. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it's, yeah. again, it's um, kind of speaks to the general like supply chain stuff that we've been seeing in the industry and um, how it, uh, how it all kind of works out, which is super interesting to me, but there's anyway. just, let me just say too, like, I don't know the, the beating heart of a super duper hot motor. Like this is a, this is actually a really, really awesome motor. Can I just say this PDA thing? Um, it's like, there's just kind of no way that the beating heart of this thing can develop hairline cracks from two bolts. It's just unconscionable to me. Um, and I don't mean to like, I'm not, you know, again, I don't know. Just please don't sue me. I don't know. I'm actually a little scared on this one. Cause Damn I made a statement boy. earlier where I said, uh, it's, it's never Shimano's fault. A, a finger wag in their direction for kind of the way they handle some of this stuff. I get it. They probably pretty much have no choice at this point. It's just damage control, but like, you know, support your stuff. Like, what are you doing? Like, what's this? I don't know. I get it. You can't make it. So I guess you can't give it to me, but come on, man, like pick up the phone a little more <laughs> often. Maybe you guys release something to the customers so that you can tell them and they can, you know, want to stab you instead news. of me for once yeah, yeah. <laughs> well i mean like you, know? you said it's probably just like everyone's scrambling for stuff changing suppliers yeah willing to accept cheaper shit and then they're cramming hey. it into an e-bike that makes 80 foot pounds of torque at zero rp yeah so that's that's the other shit, factor yeah. that that i think is really interesting with this case is we have like maybe that spindle is the same exact spindle that they have been qcing on their mountain bikes for what holotech's been around for at least 10 years now maybe like yeah. okay let's run the spindle and then you put an 85 newton meter like freaking nutso e-bike together with it and all of a sudden it's not going to pass qc um and that's that's what i mean by not necessarily um changing our qc to what we have because maybe you just can't at this yeah. point I mean, yeah yeah um, i'm thinking i'm genuinely thinking that someone out there in like Malaysia or wherever they are is like accidentally running an oven somewhere 50 degrees too cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could like be they're just simple, right? Like th think about the, the, like there's the material shortage. There's like labor shortage going on. They are trying to train new people to manufacture yeah. your bicycles. And like, who knows if the, <laughs> this guy that manufactured these motors was there for one day or a year. Like, and I'm not like, I'm not making a joke. I'm really, this is like, these things do happen. Like this is, you know, the butterfly effect of like somebody at a factory or just crunch. This is what happens when you crunch yeah. um, in anything. Like, you, you know, you get these video games that get hyped up for 10 years and they come out and they run at four frames a second and they fall through the ground. You know what I mean? Like the cracks, who, who, which, which one they, are you calling out work, there, Tom? If I made the cracks video game listeners. Well, it's just, the people, cracks are going to show know, these. Yeah. These companies right. are just like, get it out the frigging door. We need the money now, now, now. And, and guess what? Everybody loses in the long run. When yeah. When, when you put the pressure on like this, I mean, th things are going to like, something's got to give. 
Something's yeah. gotta I, Unfortunately, it's your bottom bracket spindle. <laughs> Yikes. So I guess I guess that resolves our I, I guess kind of um ex post facto there. That was our uh court case. I'll find something to like here. Let's kind of bang uh, on don't worry. fully fully work here. That was our court case against capitalism. Boom. Uh, <laughs> In general. <laughs> yeah and uh i think capitalism has been found guilty is that fair to say yeah fuck that <laughs> guilty as hell that's all right we're in, we're in the end stages gentlemen. <laughs> not too much yeah. longer boys welcome to all our new communism listeners um and good goodbye to capitalist things <laughs> i guess <laughs> we just got flagged russian anthem oh, yeah. <laughs> stop <laughs> it stop it um, I guess I guess if if we had a sponsored segment, this would be where we'd transition and do our sponsored segment, and then we'd come back. Shrim! <laughs> <laughs> please, please don't switch. Notice me, senpai. <laughs> oh, wait, I just got rid of senpai. Come on, Shrim! Notice me. Uh, what what do you got, Ed? You're looking very intently at something there. I'm actually looking at uh, this Paris Roubaix stuff right now. I'm just kind of, kind of going through it like the winner five hours 37 like i'm just totally absorbed by this right now um i watched something out the other day and i like started watching some of it and highlights and it's just like i'm totally down for that automatic air inflator shit now i don't want that shit <laughs> it's pretty like, cool. how much is that you know it's a neat idea it's um, it's probably stupid expensive i mean i so all right so i don't have obviously the in, inside industry knowledge that you guys have so i didn't really have too much to add but i mean i feel like it's just not yeah. just it's not just limited to this like it's everywhere. Like Toyota even was like, we're not yeah. rejecting any parts now that aren't visually like they would reject parts before that were visually imperfect, even on the like a bad side that nobody was going to see. But now they're like, we don't really give a shit. Just get these things out there. So like it kind of sucks because like that's how everything kind of like we sacrifice everything for the dollar. You know what I mean? Like that is the, the money. theme. It's the theme of the whole like kind of right now era. It's yeah. just like I want it now and I don't care if quality suffers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um and most people don't. That's the thing is like 95% of people, they're going to lean that bike against the wall and they're going to look at it. Yeah. Um, right. And they're never hey, going to know. Tom, I see two bikes leaning against your wall. Look at them. Minimum. <laughs> Minimum. There's probably a third. There's a third that's not. It's a, it's there's a, a, there's a also another. There's another on a trainer. Um, and also my uh, serial one is on its kickstand. Yeah. I got one. Bike on yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I hate to say it. It comes in handy. Kickstands are nice. Pretty damn useful. Uh, <laughs> you know. Please don't shoot us, everyone. <laughs> yeah, especially when the. I mean, hey, when the, when the Please bike don't. is sixty pounds and you're using it like a moped, then uh, yeah, the kickstand is worthwhile. So it's a fair point, man. Okay, let's yeah. put. Okay, let's put um, kickstand haters on trial right now. Do we lump them in with Apple. fender haters? I'll allow I, it. I'm, I'll I'll allow it. I'm no, I it. think we have to do kickstand haters separately. Okay. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I think it's too I mean, different. I don't know. I wouldn't rock a kickstand on an acoustic unless it was like a touring bike. Uh, okay. So oh, sorry. Yeah, I, mean, I, I refer to bicycles as acoustics now. Sorry, because I have to make the distinction all day, forty hours a week. So the okay. trial concerns those who oppose kickstands in every form and on every bike. They will see a kickstand and they will say with a sneer. You've seen the sneer. Oh, yeah. yeah, I just hate the rattling sound. I've done the sneer. But I've also okay. come back around and I can see. So, I can see, so I can are see we finding them 
like the the charge is that they are hateful with no reason but yeah. you find them hateful for some reason because of no the sound i'm so used to not riding with a kickstand that when i ride this serial one like the 22 miles or whatever it is one way to work um it's a class three e-bike i've been riding around on like it's basically a vehicle but it has a kickstand <laughs> and when you hit bumps and stuff like you'll hear like an extra kind of almost like clapping for like a quarter of a second okay. it's not like the things it's not like the things in any danger of falling down it's just a big piece of metal it's sticking off the back of the bike like it's gonna make it a racket um and yeah that just irks me that's all because it's not a sound i'm used to hearing so my immediate gut reaction is like <gasps> something's wrong you know what i mean it'd be like cool I'm if losing you could, like... a piece of cargo something's breaking like that's my gut when i'm daydreaming and all of a sudden it knocks me out of it that's my argument. Just like, man, I wish kickstands were different. I guess we had a center stand. You could like hold it up with a strap. You should be able to lock your bike with your key fob, like, and it locks the kickstand down. So like, you ca- it can't be stolen. Like, and then like, it just, just can't just be turned freezes. left. The headset, again. the headset's locked. The kickstand's <laughs> locked. Yeah, exactly. Headset. That would be pretty good, actually. Like, you know, why yeah. is that not a thing? That should be easy. Or lock the lock the brakes closed. You right? can have a steering Ooh, lock. Even I think. better. Yeah. Like a motorcycle. Abus has that thing that like goes through the rear wheel that basically yeah. just dares dares the thief to try and ride away. Try and yeah. ride, you'll die. Yeah. yeah. Someone someone ordered that for an e-bike, and I was like, oh, things could go wrong here. It was a hog drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I just if you, I if you just kind of whip forgot, it, I yeah. forgot. Hopefully, I forgot it was hopefully on they it. knew. Hopefully they knew what they were doing because these people ordered like a thousand watt hub drive thing. <laughs> and then they got this Abus lock that goes through the rear wheels spokes to lock the bike stationary. Um, and like, I, I was just like, Hey, just make sure like this screen is blank when you activate this, don't, crack this don't turn it on wreck some shit. And, and they, they kind of looked at me funny, which I hope was like, yeah, no shit. Uh, but you never know, man, you know, you know, it's, it was a stranger and they left. So good luck to you. <laughs> Godspeed. Have good luck. Long. Mysterious, mysterious yeah. lock stranger. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, Sure, they're gonna somebody's gonna just steal their hub or something. <laughs> like, the whole leaves the whole front of the bike there. <laughs> so the so how do how do we find on kickstands? I don't know. Uh, they have their place. I just wish they were a they little have less. Their, okay. A lot to be a lot to be made fun of because they made they were yeah. only fun of since I was a kid. And I think it's hilarious. So fuck it. You know, like, allow <laughs> it. Allow uh, it. They're a lot right, less noticeable right. on motorcycles. Not guilty. We, we could just step it up. Not guilty. I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Exactly. Um, what else you want to bring through bike court? Okay. Okay. I, I've got. Well, all right. Uh, since since we were talking about capitalism, oh um, here's. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> I'm on my soapbox. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Do it. I guess. Unleash. Unleash the fury. My very small, very small rickety soapbox. Um. So here's. I, I'm gonna put his out... 9200 soapbox. Yep. <laughs> Reggie. Uh, and one. Anyway. One. <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna put out a controversial statement about one of our um, I would say institutions about our infrastructure. Um and I'm gonna say um this is a segment I'm gonna call Riley's America. Uh-uh. Jesus Christ, this is getting worse. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait, this, is, going. this is the future Newton's want. Yes. Are are you ready? Yes. For this, this is gonna break 
the internet and the world. I hope so. Oh boy. All roads should be dirt roads. <laughs> All right. It's not, I guess I could deal with that. I guess I, I have. Okay. Ready? Think about cost, maintenance cost, right? If it gets potholed, you just grate the shit. You don't have to like re asphalt it. You don't have to yeah, do whatever. Until you're down like six feet of regrading and you're like, we're just the, the roads deep. In no, the you now. bring in new material every once in a while, but you don't have I to. I hate that you're doing paving. this. What? <laughs> you're doing this just to make me try to argue for paved roads. <laughs> this is all like a huge, like double friggin'. This is a psychology thing, isn't it? You're like baiting me here. No, he's I'm no, saying he's trying to get like, legitimately. I actually legitimately, believe legitimately all roads him. should be dirt. And am I biased? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. You're out of your mind, is what I'm really out of my mind. Why? <laughs> Have you nope. seen cars in the last 20 years? This is impossible. Have you ever ridden on washboarding? Do you realize car suspension causes that? Oof. Replace cars Just with bikes. what? Bicycles. <laughs> just gravel yeah, bikes. Everyone drives rides gravel bikes thing. in the future. I'd I'd say the same thing, but people aren't. They're not going to do it. Like we need realistic stuff. Like, Give everybody instantly remote that's, jobs. This is Give Riley's everyone... America, Tom. Yeah. In Riley's that's, America, that's... I say what goes. And Iron- number one, ironically, is dirt roads. Ironically, though, Ed Ed actually brings up what's probably the the most viable actual point is like virtual clerical work for everyone across the board. If you ain't got to be here, you ain't here. Goodbye. You get a like, quad think of, go to the grocery store, you know? Yeah, like think of how many friggin' like just useless parking spaces exist. I mean, we've already done that. This past two years, how much has gone remote all of a sudden, right? Which we so dropped now, the carbon footprint now is slightly. as good a time as any to unpave the roads. No, no, just leave them. Just don't repair them. Ah, yeah, no, just that's take, been our strategy know, for the last 30 it's, years. It's been working so far. Let's just keep that's, that up, right? <laughs> yeah, this this might be a specific to Massachusetts phenomenon. Nailed it. Yeah, trust us. There's a reason we're all into quote unquote gravel and there isn't any around. And a, we, we have to. We're actually that's, all that's, actually. that's what I mean. Our paved roads are in worse shape than our gravel roads. So why not just unpave everything? It's not, it's not, it's not, this um, is a legitimate question. It's not illogical. It's not illogical. Cars would get it's gonna dis- be, like, be think of all the ship boxes that are on the road currently, like the people that can't actually keep their cars together and like how dangerous some of them are, and then multiply <laughs> that by like a hundred million factor. Just, just everyone's cars will be destroyed in like two See, years. See, I'm you know? glad. So Ed Ed has like car knowledge, so I'm glad he's he's like lending us that. Imagine trucks but... getting stuck in mud and like raspy pizza everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> a blizzard would grind. Yeah, dude. Again, hall. all right, yeah, and... yeah, and I guess I guess. Potential segue moment, but like at Raspy Tita, what Vermont clarifies as a road, I saw a kitted out Land Rover winching itself up the hill. Our gravel <laughs> ride was going up. <laughs> so, like, yeah, unpave all the roads. Sure thing. <laughs> we can't get supplies because the trucks are stuck, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Three days later, people are eating each other. <laughs> it but it'll now. be worth it because those gravel rides will be so nice. Well, the I mean, the, good, of the dead, you know, <laughs> when the uh, when the food crunch hits in like six months and bread's thirty dollars a loaf, uh, mm. this is probably going to be a reality. So jokes on you, <laughs> jokes on you. I can't yeah. eat bread. <laughs> <laughs> the spinach is going to go through the roof. Man. 
Does anyone else have things to put on bike court? Or I, I think I think Tom was right. I think that's a good time to like transition. And uh, and unless anyone has anything for bike court, we'll end this episode and then we'll see you all next time for Rashbio teacher talk. You heard you heard it here oh first. We're all transitioning. Whoa. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> that's Ra- it. Okay, <laughs> Tom, cue the outro. <laughs> Tom doesn't have the heart to do the outro. Dude, you got it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ed, this is a um, a bike court for you. You are on bike court. You are on trial. Sweet. Um, because you have not shared. You have not shared my sock video. Oh yes, (laughs) yes. This is a huge thing. I was like, oh, I like to state. That uh, I believe I we'll add this to the, the end past... of that episode. By the way, huh? We're gonna add this to the end of that episode. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> In a past episode, I said that this video would be up March first. Um, I it the video was completed and posted April first, <laughs> which is only a month off. So that's pretty damn good considering it's been in the making for two or three years. But um, go go watch that video if you want to see. We'll get a thumbnail. We'll get a thumbnail. We'll do it. I'll see if we can do an Instagram post the morning of when I do this to see if I can get the most exposure. How's that? Like exposure, just like our feet got exposure in the video. Yes, like a new episode. I just haven't. I don't know why. I was like, oh, let me sit down and do this, and then I didn't. And check I out, forgot, and I check out the bike lane only fans. <laughs> for foot exposure you gotta pay the, the song video is on our is on our only fans um, it's gonna creep with that people there were some people that would be into that um oh no i would gladly i do that. wiggle I my toes those eagle-eyed viewers will see the, and the, the feet are wet oh the cat is trapped inside the room though by the way he's, try, he's trying to get out all right that, um, that was all i needed to say i need to just call you out and declare you guilty uh i plead guilty on okay, all, you're on all accounts, I asked for mercy on the page. Sentence, sentence to carry the video. I think so, I happened to put the